Every morning when I wake up, uh, money on my mind, go time to get kicked up. Last episode of 2016, My So Called LA Life, a podcast dedicated to the documentations of Los Angeles and all its glorious bullshit, and also your guide on surviving the mean streets of LA. My name, if you didn't know by now, is Natalia, and this right in front of me is my lovely co host, slash producer, and very Mexican. Eric one. Sanchez here. Well, you interrupted me. Um, Eric Sanchez here. Hi, Eric. Hi. How are you? You know what? It's the end of the year. Are you excited? I am. I'm actually very excited. And for me, it's very important, uh, the end of the year, because I feel that a lot of people kind of slack off by the end of it, and they just sit around, and they just start reminiscing on how great their year is. And I'm kind of a different type of mentality. I think I'm more of like that hustle mentality. And for me, the last like week of the year, it's what really, really counts. It's like what you learn throughout the entire year, you kind of put into practice and you want to make sure that you're not really finishing off with a bang, but you're just starting off again. Right, right, with, right. With a, with a bigger, with a bigger, more like impulse, like more, you know, more like behind you. Like, okay, I, I conquered all this. And now we're getting to 2017 and it's going to be even better. I'm not going to stop, you know, because if you stop right now and you start thinking about how great it was, then you're just already like falling off the 2017 hustle. Is that a thing that you do at the end of the year? Do you I mean, you said what you do, but is that what people do? Do they reflect and say, like, that was a great year. I did so well. I'm going to chill for the next like few weeks and then I'm going to go in rested or you I know what I mean like I personally I like what you're saying I like going in like I'm gonna try to hit it hard especially in Hollywood because all the people who aren't from here they leave and there's like a bunch of little opportunities in December you know what I'm saying no, so there it's are. kind of easy to get your hustle on in Absolutely, December because there's everybody, only a few people now yeah because everybody else is already like they're zoned out they're switched off but that's what I'm saying it's like you, it, it depends on the person. You either have that type of mentality, yeah. that hustle mentality, which is like never, 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 ever stop. Right. Or you, oh, I worked. Now let me like reap what I sowed and let me chill. And that's okay for those people. But I'm just saying for me, this is what works. But I think Hollywood's kind of drunk right now because there's been a <laughs> lot of Christmas parties. Like Christmas just ended. There's a lot of like free space to drink. You know what I mean? And, and to kind of get loose. Hollywood is hungover as fuck right now. Let's keep Even it right real. now? Do you like, think the party started last right night? Now, the party started last night. And Hollywood right now is like on their second joint and ordering pizza before the second New Year's Eve party. Right, right, right. Well, before we get into the meat of our show, right? Yes. So we've been going on now for a year. And um, it wasn't it wasn't easy. I mean... A lot of people ask you now, I know, they're like, oh, you started a podcast? I want to start a podcast. How'd you do it? And you're like, I bought a microphone. And they're like, whoa, that's like crazy. That's it? <laughs> and and that was the first step. So I, I wanted to say a huge thank you to um, all of our listeners and our guests. We've had two. Um, <laughs> and everyone that has contributed to year one of my so-called LA Yeah, Life. No, we do have fans out there, believe it or not, because they do write me on different social media outlets. Those are called stalkers. Okay? A dick <laughs> no, pic is not writing fans. you. No, they're my fans. There are fans. Hey, 
And I want to say thank you to them. Hi. And I also want to say thank you actually to Hollywood DJ because they Hollywood are the DJ. We got to give a shout out to them because they are the providers of all our equipment. And for those who wanted to start a podcast or talk about it, go to and live in Los Angeles, go to Hollywood DJ. They're right in downtown. You can Yelp them, Google them. They're actually really good. And just say, I want all the equipment to start a podcast. And after dealing with me, because I'm a hard ass, they know exactly what to get you. I <laughs> And you know what's cool about our sponsor or our, our first sponsor, yeah. um, Hollywood DJ, is when you go there and actually buy something, it's the L.A. experience, okay? Yeah. It's not in the Beverly Center. No. It's not in anywhere near Beverly Hills. It's in downtown. Around you the can corner, get rims. Around the corner, it smells like piss. But yeah. there, it's like everything's in fucking in a box straight from China. It's really awesome. And it's a very like street experience. So I yeah. do recommend you go there. I should turn off my phone. Yes. I should have learned that in 2016. I've learned okay. some things in 2016. I didn't learn that. Sorry. Okay, let's let's move on because let's talk about the weather right now because it's the 31st of 2016, December, right? And tomorrow is brand new year and it is going to rain all day. It's raining right now. It's, it's, it's raining really right beautiful. now. It's going to rain all day, which only means that I feel the entire city is being washed away from all its sins. Like, it's a fresh start. We're getting bathed by, by purge, God's tears. The purge of Hollywood. This looks like God's tears. He, he's looking at <laughs> us they're like... They're not happy tears. <laughs> he's looking at us, and I'm going to be real. He's looking at us like, you dirty, dirty motherfuckers. Exactly. Like, you dirty. You, you need to all be need cleansed. A bath. You need some Epsom salt, like, <laughs> some tea. That's none of my business. You know what I mean? This is right now, this is a great time for it to be fucking raining. Yeah, it's, this it's, is a perfect time. This is more like he, God's hitting us with like his, like like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> like, and it's like ninety like, percent. Yeah. Like, yo, if you're in Hollywood, like if you're peroxide. in Hollywood right now, and you've been doing some bad shit all year, he's hitting us outside. with hydrogen peroxide mixed with rubbing alcohol. And we're like, bitches, you need to be cleansed. Get like, what's wrong with you? If you don't go outside and be cleansed, <laughs> at least look out at the gray skies. And think about all the sad shit you did this year. And maybe we take this into next year as, as motivation a, yeah, for the and sun as to lesson come out. Yeah, for the sun to come out as lesson life, learned. On your motherfucking life. Exactly. Okay, so speaking of washing away sins, and I feel like 2016 has been a very, very purgy year. Yeah. Especially since we do live in Los Angeles and it's called my so-called LA life, if you didn't know. Um, we have to talk about all the deaths, celebra celebrity deaths, celebrity deaths. Yeah. But, um, before we get into it, like I've said before, we are not TMZ and we're not a gossip show. No, nope. we, we talk from realness of the streets of Los yeah, Angeles. Like I usually come from the perspective. Exactly. As, Fuck these guys. So yes. obviously let's talk about, you know, the David Bowie's the prince well would you mind i mean i i forgot because just recently okay. it was the girl from star wars and her mom I'm and all gonna, that yeah i'm gonna go down okay, a, a go. certain list of people that are um that died oh, pretty much so obviously we have david bowie we have prince we have muhammad ali we have darth Ro roberts for those who watched um what's it called um Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. She was great. She was the mom. She died. If you actually loved Raymond, you watched that show. Exactly. I loved him. Um, Gary Marshall. For those who don't know, Gary Mar Marshall is one of the biggest directors of Hollywood. Wasn't he, he from Happy Days too, or no? Yeah, he did. Yeah, Happy Days. He did A League of Their Own. 
he did a whole bunch of like those like family friendly movies from the yeah, 80s yeah, and yeah, no, 90s. He's legit. He's legit. Exactly. He's super legit. Gene Wilder, which is one of my favorite actors. Very good. Very, from very, the very good. Pryor um, days. Arnold Palmer. Arnold the, Palmer. The golfer. And that for me is actually a very, very kind of sad moment because I love Arnold Palmer. It's like I, I live Palmer's, my life on him. If, if you're trying not to drink at brunch, if you're trying not to drink at, at breakfast. Yeah. If you're just trying not to drink. Yeah. An Arnold Palmer is the shit. And it's, I think that I've actually looked this up. There's a bunch of stories about how this actually came about, right? Okay. I don't know. I, I don't actually know this story. So, of course, it's it goes back to him. Uh, but it was that like he ordered it. In, in the clubhouse, you know, mm-hmm. at one of these places. And then there's another story that another guy did it and he referenced it back to him and all this other stuff. This is what I think. I think that he was hungover and just couldn't take it. Like, he was he was golfing that day. And he ordered, like, he's like, dude, let me get something mixed. Let me get a lemonade. Just throw some iced tea in that shit and some ice, dude, because I'm fucking hurting right now. I, like, and I can't drink water because, you know, when you're drunk, you can't drink water because no, it puke, tastes like shit. You'll puke water. Exactly. So I think <laughs> right an Arnold out. Palmer is a go-to drink if you do not want to drink. That's actually a very interesting perspective on the Arnold Palmer, and that's probably what happened. He was... At least that's when I ordered it. Yeah, you're super hungover. <laughs> I had a flask in my pocket. I'm like, let me get an Arnold Palmer. And I was like... Yeah, Whoop. no, I, I, I really... I, yeah, I like that. I believe you in that. Um, another person that died is Florence Henderson. That's the mom from Brady Bunch. That's kind of oh, yeah, sad. Yeah. Like, I didn't grow up in the 60s or 70s, but I did grow up watching the Brady Bunch because it's always on Nick at night at any given time anyway. Right. So you always kind of watch it. Um, Fidel Castro, let's just leave it there. My dad's Cuban. Good. Okay. Happy about that. Okay, you want to leave it there? Yeah, we'll just okay. leave it there. Okay. We'll leave that one there. Okay, we'll leave a Cuba um, Alan there. Alan Thicke, we all grew up with Alan Thicke. We grew up in the 90s. Um, Growing Pains, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, was the show. Yeah, Growing Pains. Yeah, and, and uh, that was Actually, cool. Leonardo DiCaprio was in that show. By, by the last leg of the show, like the last two seasons. He was like the adopted he son He was the runaway kid. The runaway yeah. kid, yeah, that they adopted, which, yeah. is, which is always weird. Um, Alan Thicke was kind of... From our generation, everyone's dad for as long as that show was on. He was cool. Pretty he much. was understanding. And um, in his career, he was just a cool-ass dude. Yeah. Alan Thicke I mean, was definitely cool. I mean, his son is Robin Thicke. Everyone thinks that that guy's like half black or something because he has so much fucking swag. Who did he get it from? Dad. So rest in peace, Probably Alan dad Thicke. has a big dick, too. Okay. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> to have that much swag, you kind of have to, like, you know. I mean, it's Hollywood. Maybe it goes he was just hand tall. in hand. I'm Maybe sorry. Maybe he was just tall. Okay? I, I, I'm sorry. I, I went there. It just, like, word vomit. Well, um, Alan Thicke, at least in, you know, in your passing, you are still thought of as a man with a big penis, right? <laughs> From this young lady. So whatever you did on this earth, you did well because you're remembered as that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Zsa Gabor. And I actually do enjoy Zsa Gabor a lot because she wasn't really in an actress she was more of like a celebrity like your original like kim k your original like very just regal well right she she, she was yeah. like an heir not even an heiress she was just like she had an air of royalty a royalty right she was she was just like if, glamorous if someone refers to another person as a jaja type person that means that like you are Always doing the like the most. Yeah. Like you are the most. Like you're it. When say like the most, you're most. Right? Yeah. And 
but you're doing it with this air of like class and beauty that and is, then like i don't give a fuck on top is of almost, it is almost is almost like above reproach like you could talk so much shit on her but she also floated in here on a cloud made of fucking diamonds and, and louis vuitton fur. yeah you know did you mean? see did you see her casket it was she was buried in a louis vuitton casket it's ridiculous as, as, as she, she should, should. As she and should. you know like anybody on rocket straight to heaven let me tell you something anybody that will slap a cop for stopping them for yes. for running over a red light and then smiling in her mugshot right after she is golden in my book also though also <laughs> though the same person who does that and is a jaja type character has probably be probably excuse me been drunk for like 25 years oh you know? Zsa, Zsa, Zsa only only ran on vodka you know like she hasn't eaten since like 1978 exactly like she's she like, has a keurig but it was like it was like a mojito you yeah, know she, she's like, like mojito button yeah she's like her 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 body just ran on probably like scotch at night and vodka and water during the day mosquitoes die after they <laughs> attack her you know what i mean yeah They're yeah, like yeah. Fucking she's definitely she seems like the type and then George Michael, which is very sad because I actually really like George Michael. And then when, let's talk about the most saddest, saddest part, okay. which is Carrie Fisher that died of a heart attack. And then the mom dying the next day out of yeah, a broken heart. That's very the sad. mom literally died out of a broken heart. Because when you think about it, did she crawl out of the broken heart or she died of a broken heart? Of a broken I, yeah. heart. And, 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 and then it's, it's just it's just really sad that, you know, like a parent shouldn't lose their son or daughter the whole thing is fucking and then tragic. the fact that she died the next day it, it, it tells you the bond of you know your parents and their children and they were estranged and they had just kind of melded their relationship but, and now they're really but close the bond, but the bond is so there that you can this is an actual true testament that you can really die of, of a of, broken heart of a broken heart and that for me was really sad but with all this said and also prince you forgot prince yeah, no i already said oh prince you said in the prince? beginning okay. yeah but with all this said i want to talk about the whole Hollywood death, because I have a theory. Okay. Some of these, some of these deaths, deaths are actually, you know, they're heart related from years of drug use right. and alcohol abuse. Okay. And some of them, you know, Jaja was ninety nine years old. Okay, wow, she lived almost a century. Amazing. But then there's some other deaths that I feel like I don't want to say and use the term Illuminati, but. We do live in Hollywood and Los Angeles where people are very rich and they're very powerful. And I'm not talking about celebrities. Okay. I am talking about the puppet masters. The behind the scenes? Okay. Yeah, the behind the scenes, the puppet masters. I love where you're going with the, this, though. The, you know me. I love this. Tommy Mottola's. Oh, okay. The Rob Reiner's. Oh, okay. Like big, big head Yeah, there's people bigger, but yes. Yeah, yeah. But, Those but, are big people. But, like head, the, the Clive Davis. The, there we go. Yeah, the Clive See, Davis. now when you're talking about a celebrity death and you're talking about a Clive Davis, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. So I want to say that I have this theory of sacrificing, okay? okay. And, and and roll with me with this one. Okay. And maybe it's because I'm Latina and I'm from Puerto Rico and we practice Santeria there and, you know, and I grew up with all this, right. this underground, like, kind of religious of, like, you have to sacrifice, good or bad. Right, but it... it there's so many. It opens so many, up your consciousness, yeah. though. So, so now it's not a simple upbringing that you had. So now you see things from like a way bigger perspective. Yeah, I right? see, there's I options see it, here. I see it with like a third eye open with, now. Okay, oh, now, <laughs> you don't want to talk about Illuminati. So, so this is it. I'm thinking a lot of these deaths are 
I feel that they are sacrifices. They are sacrifices for the rich, the very rich and the very powerful. Again, not your not your rich and powerful superstars like Tom Cruise. I'm talking about bigger people than that. Right. The people that own them because well, they because, are owned, yeah, <laughs> believe and, and, it or not. And because the puppet masters, I think, I mean, not to take away from what you're saying, because if you know me, I believe in every conspiracy theory. I think not believing yeah. in them is the conspiracy theory, actually. I think that the actual conspiracy theories, a majority of them are based in fact, right? But uh, to take away from what you're saying and take a religious aspect away, yeah, I think, um, excuse me, like you said, there's a purging, right? I think in the entertainment industry, it's called recycling. These movies are getting made over again. The actors need to come in. There are younger actors coming into here in Hollywood. I mean, how many come in on a day? On average, thousands. I I would say thousands I, I of would people say, come I, here. I would say at least fifteen hundred to two thousand people move in on a daily basis trying to be an actor, actress, okay, singer, so let's say your songwriter, thing. dancer. Let's say it's two thousand dollars. I mean, let's say it's two thousand people. Excuse yeah. me. And that's like a week. Let's say a yeah. week. You got to make room. And sometime when a person is more valuable in death, and that's if where they're I'm getting alive, at. you. They could sue you. Well, that's where I'm getting at. Okay, so let's talk about previous deaths, like big ones. Uh, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. The whole Prince David Bowie. And Prince I'm to, David and, Bowie. And Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. All these people own all these, all their LPs, all their. Michael Jackson owned the rights, fought all, and got all, the rights to all his shit. All the rights. Think about every time things get played. I'm talking about powerful people. Most of these artists, they don't own their own music. They don't own their own masters. So once they die, those things go up triple, triple, 300% more. Yep. So I mean, look at all these. So deaths, the people that actually Netflix? own oh, it, it which up. are the puppet masters, they own all these, it's all time, these records. It, it's time to, it's time to get your investment, they're, to recoup your investment yeah, and move mu- on. Pretty much they're, 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 that's exactly what they're doing. They're just getting their investment back. Their 50 year investment. And then thirty-year investment trajectory of their of their music or or film career, and they're getting it back, and that's why I say people are getting sacrificed, so the powerful stay more powerful, and the rich getting they get richer, because unfortunately most of these stars are worth a lot more in their deaths, and yeah. that's where the whole kind of people say, oh, Illuminati is this is that Illuminati is this what I'm talking about right now. When people join these powerful sources and and they and and it's kind of like this dark kind of underground world, especially in the music industry es- and especially especially in the, the music level a list a lister world yeah yes. especially in this industry unfortunately that is part like you read in the media pedophilia goes down and girls are getting pretty molested and raped and yeah, there's all and, kinds of like all that human stuff. trafficking going on under yeah, all this stuff all that stuff. Well, part of it Satanism, is, drug use, is the human sacrifice of big celebrities for them to just be more powerful. And I mean, I'm sorry to break into, it down to you guys, but that's the way it is. If you and, believe, if if you open up, if you open up up your mind a little bit, like what you're saying, you know, you you come from an upbringing of seeing things a little different, mm-hmm. right? Um, I personally was a very um, American. I loved America. Yeah. I loved cartoons. I loved. You know, all this American media mm-hmm. shit. Everything mm-hmm. thrown at me. Miami Vice, Dukes of Hazard, whatever the fuck. I loved it. I wanted to be it, right? I yeah. wanted to be involved, okay? Mm-hmm. But also, we would go to the reservations. And we would go to these ceremonies in Arizona and stuff. And you'd see 
spiritual elements. And it's not necessarily what you're talking about, Santeria, but it's pretty fucking close. Yeah. Because the shit that we saw was, you can't explain it. You sound crazy, but I was there, and there were a lot of people there. But it's not, it's not crazy. And again, all this stuff is... Listen, there's good sacrifices and there are bad sacrifices. I'm not saying. I mean, you there's there's you know there's things that you. I mean, a lot of this is based in energy. A lot of it is based, based in numerology, astrology. Yeah, and it's based on like a very karmic level of yes, you know reap yes. what you sow. Like we'll give you something, but then I'll get something in return. Whatever it is, in the good way and the bad way. The history way. of man. Yeah. We've been sacrificing people to the earth because the earth is alive. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, it's well, give the and whole flow paganism movement of, exactly. of, of like fruits and, and vegetables and trees and stars and light and all that stuff. Right, right, right. The nature. It all goes back to that. It's all very nature. It's all about organisms, us humans and everything that around that's around us that is it, it's pretty much alive. I mean, I think not to go even further and further because I do want to get into um, all the celebrities who died that I don't care about. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, I think that um, when you do look into this and anyone, you know, who wants to nerd out because this is what we do. Yeah, we, we do. nerd out, get stoned, go on YouTube. Um, and when these celebrities start dying, start looking at their age, start looking at the date, start looking at uh, their date of birth. And if you if you if you go down this path, what you start seeing are a lot of patterns, a lot of the same numbers and a lot of the same dates. So yeah. There's something going on. It's very interesting, but that is the world we live in, which is kind of awesome because there's a lot of things going on that we have no idea about. Exactly. It's a very big world. It's a very scary world, uh, but it, it could be blessed in light. It could be blessed in, in, you know, in darkness. In it's darkness. up to you it, how you want to do it. Absolutely. But if you, if you do choose darkness like Azalea Banks and you're cutting chicken heads off and all this yeah. other shit <laughs> and you psycho. still haven't got a fucking record – you should try something new. Maybe she needs to go to Jesus. Maybe she just needs Maybe to hang should. herself and kill herself. <laughs> and like she needs sacrifice to go herself. get a real job. Why don't she just sacrifice herself and like throw herself into the pits of hell? And maybe she'll be famous. And maybe she'll be famous then when she comes around in like seven lifetimes. Okay, let's go. Okay, so, let's, so, go. let's go let's to keep, celebrities. Let's keep this going. Okay, I like this. Let's, uh, let's go to people that died that you did not know they were still alive. <laughs> like, like Nancy Reagan. Who died and do we care? Okay, so okay. Nancy Reagan died. Okay. And not to be mean, I mean, she, I, like, I didn't even know she was alive. Like, right. for all I know in my book, she was 102 when she was in office. A kid from the 80s, I thought she was there a long time ago. Exactly. So Me that, too. that's going to go down and I don't care. So that's going to definitely, I don't care. I mean, rest in peace, but I don't care. <laughs> I mean, like, what, what do you want to do? Cry for Nancy Reagan? Like, I know oh, Nancy Reagan. You probably lived 250 years. Like you should. Be, you you were the only person that was there when America got its independence from if, from Europe. If she's you attached, were actually she, like, alive. <laughs> she was probably banging fucking Gorbachev with that big old thing on his head. No, or she was probably know. banging Who like was she banging back in the day, like George Washington. I'm changing the subject <laughs> of this whole podcast. Who was Nancy Reagan banging on the side? Nixon. No, like Carter. Lincoln. She's Lincoln. like 200 years old. I can't believe she just died. It's probably Lincoln's daughter. So it's all crazy. incest. It's disgusting. Okay. Um, Patty Duke. Patty Duke, yes. Only white people know who she is. Okay. But I think my parents know who she is. Because anybody that was born within 1950s and 1960s definitely know. And like 40s. And then TV back in the day and all media back in the day was either you're white or you were like... Frankie like Avalon. A, or like a Negro, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> or like a tap dancing one. Yeah, yeah, they're like, dance, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so every, all, all white people know who, who she is, um, kind of care, kind of don't care on that one. I kind of, you know what? Again, I thought she was like about 200 years old by, by now. Yeah. So like, hey, you lived a full life. You should be happy about that. Yeah, for sure. You got to see iPads evolve. 
Ooh, yeah. What can I say? Um, Muhammad Ali, very important. Huge. He was he was a he... member of my family. Uh, my family on my dad's side was super close to Ali, my uncle Sonny, who I look up to a lot. Him and Ali had a very close relationship. So that one, um, uh, beyond that, he was a real fucking dude. And he's, I, I what, think what else he, uh, Muhammad him, Ali, his, his way of thinking and his how he lived his life, he was like a national hero. They tried to send him to war. He said no. No, exactly. He said, Y'all ain't fighting for us. No. We ain't fighting for you. Period. Yeah. And he didn't go. And they vilified him. They did all this and shit. And then they when took he, away cha- his belts. he changed away his name to Muhammad Ali, he's like, fuck. He's not he's, playing. He's Cassius Clay, motherfucker. He's not playing. But you yeah. know what though? In in his in, no, not in his defense, but I think what he did, he did it right. He was really good, really young. He came up, yeah. and then right when he was at a point where he couldn't really be like, you can't take away that shit. Mm-hmm. Then he spoke out yeah. and they were like, whoa, because like he's too big. It would be like if if LeBron James right now was like, OK, stop this shit. I'm not doing that. Everyone would be like, damn, we can't say nothing because he's already like a bajillionaire. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think yeah. he did it at the right time. Yeah, absolutely. So um, with that being said, oh, the last and not least. But that's because this is true and dear to my heart because I grew up with all the 80s movies. Um, George Gaines, he was the captain in all the police academy movies. I don't know if anybody here okay. saw. Please, and he was also on Airplane. I mean, he's he's just one of those actors that's oh, he was actually a th- he like a really big thespian, but he ended up for some reason doing all these comic comedic movies, and he always played like this like, kind of airhead, lovable well, character. That's Hollywood, you know, getting where you fit in. But it, it's I I I have to say this just I just because it reminds me of my dad, and I saw every single Police Academy movie. Uh, in Puerto Rico. <laughs> so you're saying you have, at a very young age, you had like a weird, creepy crush on like an old man? I still do. God, you do, yeah. You do. This, everything makes sense to everything me. Makes everything makes sense. You're like, I love I guys still... with gray nose hairs. Like, what? <laughs> gray nose hairs? I like guys in wheelchairs. I like wheeling guys around. I know, it's kind of gross. I I, wow. I like old men. Well, rest in peace, that guy. Yeah, and and any old guy right now, you got a chance, dog. <laughs> he died for your sins. He's your genius. fucking bums and the reason i I say this is because 
after our 10th episode, like, it, this is the last episode of the year, right? Okay. We should be recapping now what we spoke about in our previous episodes, because that's usually what the last episode is all about in most cases. Like, well, at different the end of shows. At, at yeah. any show, which is why actually watching TV in this kind of time is horrible because everyone's doing a recap. Exactly. Right? Everybody, everyone's everybody recap. does the recap, but we did it after our 10th episode because let's be honest, we were sitting in here and we had nothing to talk about or we had a lot to talk about, however you want to put it, and we couldn't come up with content. So we're like, why don't we just do a recap of the last 10 episodes? I think that is... <laughs> okay, I think that's kind so... of how our show works, right? Because... There are times that we have a lot to say and everyone on Facebook Live, all four of you are getting um, a little insight. So there are times where the show may come off like we are just throw like a throwaway episode. But yes. I think it's because we have so much to say, but it's about our personal lives because living in Hollywood is a trip. So there have been times we've recorded and we're like, OK, erase that whole fucking part exactly. because I'm talking Nobody about cares. someone who... <laughs> But I'm talking about someone who's listening. It's very like specific. You're like, yeah. why do dudes like? Uh, and I'm like, oh well. So that episode was not a throwaway. We were very happy that we even reached ten fucking episodes. I know. We're now on fourteen. Which, if you look at a lot of other podcasts, there are eighty, ninety. Well, we gotta start somewhere, right? I got a like, I got a job. You know what I mean? I got a job too. So it's like I can't. I'm trying to make this my job, actually. But let's see right, how that goes. exactly. And we're trying to divide our time. Uh, but we are stoked to even be here next year. We have a lot of cool new content, interviews, um, a new website, um, a lot of opportunities for our um, interactive our viewers. viewers and listeners to interact with us and even be on our podcast. So, if they really want um, to. We have some <laughs> amazing followers now and things are going well. So we appreciate everyone. So, um, I was actually watching the other day, you know, you get on Netflix, you watch all these documentaries. And... I don't watch documentaries on Netflix, but well, yes, I, I, I like be, that you do, I, I want to be that asshole at the coffee shop saying like... Smarter than everyone. Yeah, really loud. <laughs> right, sure. I want to say really loud, like, oh my God, like last night I watched this incredible documentary on Netflix. You have to watch it. You have to see it. It's about a guy who is like tightrope walking. Yeah, exactly. Well, I... I've seen that one. It's really good. To, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see the tightrope walking one. It's just really good. to uh, be one of those people. Um, so I watched this documentary called The Minimalist, right? And okay. it really got me thinking. So the whole concept of The Minimalist, if you can't just get it by the first or the only word, um, okay. is how to live your life with less as less as possible as you can as in things you know yeah less and material objects less material right? things and and more. so instead of two couches one couch and and not even so some people don't even bring people over and they have a couple chairs you know they sit on the floor whatever but it, it's the whole minimalist movement and it got me thinking especially living in los angeles where nothing is minimalist here and everybody it's like always bigger and better and more and more and I think more the only thing that is minimalist about la is like everyone's bank accounts that, no? is, that is that what is that just pretty me? much that, pretty much that and and like no. really expensive purses with nothing inside exactly like the inside of expensive chanel bags it's minimalist right the there's minimalist like, is like your soul there's, there's like, like minimal soul yeah there's like a right? carmex like a Carmex chopstick in there. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and like some eyeliner. So, I'm not me. 
Okay, so do you like the minimalist movement? Okay. Are you is it starting to like grow on you when you want I less? I don't know if it's growing on me to the fullest extent of minimalism. Okay. But I I there are some things that I got from it that I kind of I, I kind of want to put into practice. And that is like do I really need so much clothing? Do I really need so many electronic things because it just gets to the point to, as you can as you yeah. guys can see on facebook live <laughs> and as i'm having a radio yeah, podcast exactly. but but this is to the point as do i really need this iphone every six months and do i really need that's like are or, we ever satisfied but i think what you're asking point. is is that making you happy exactly but, that, but that's the whole thing so the whole gimmick behind products and marketing and everything you know that's out there that's in our faces all the time is they give you just enough to never be satisfied. So you're never going to be happy. Yes, because we're the consumer yeah, we're and we need to consume. So consuming. you provide something with an update. You, yeah, exactly. You know, all the, all the apps have it now where it's a free app. But if you start liking the app, then you have to pay. Exactly. You know I mean? So it's, it's just like how, how to find true happiness. And then there were stories about these people. They were, they were just really, truly living happy lives in, in with the less things as possible. And there was this specific guy that he he was talking that he was like a, a junior executive in this investment company in New York. Okay. And he was like 27 years old. And this is right, right before the recession hit. And his boss came in one day and he walked into the office and said, you're going to be made a partner. This guy's not even 30 years old. And he was probably going to make at least like half a million dollars a year. Maybe even more. Yeah, right. Maybe even more. At a and, young age. And I have, I have a... An interesting at a very at a very young age, and then he said that the moment that his boss left the office, he started to cry. And the reason he started to cry is because he thought it would make him happy. <laughs> it thought he thought it was going to make him happy, but he, it made him it so and not even angry. It made him sad because he understood at that point that his life was over and he that it's had, not about this. Yeah, and he, he had no more life. That he would. It's sort of like we were talking about before in the previous segment, like sacrificing things this is part of sacrificing things right you, you do, what do you sacrifice you sacrifice a real true life in order to have all this money and all this power yeah. to acquire things to think that they're going to make you happy or are you going to really live the truest life that you can according to you and your soul and your brain and your heart and that's why he cried and he said that right after that he literally just walked out of the office and he started living his new life. And then got hit by a car. <laughs> no, but when, like thinking about these things, it just it just kind of there are very few people like he has balls to be able to say no to a lifestyle that everybody thinks thinks that they want. Well, you know, um... and then actually walk away from it and be a better person and live a happier life. And and as people that live in Los Angeles, are we even there are we ever gonna get there like are we happy are we happy no we're miserable i mean i think <laughs> from a, a perspective of of a young man who owns a lot of electronics um no it's all a big fucking distraction yeah one it allows me to do what i do but this makes me think of a story i was um traveling and a producer came up to me i was really young in the industry yeah. and he said what do you want to do mm -hmm. in the industry now, I was a PA, and I was like, I don't want to do trash liners fucking anymore, right? And what he said was, whatever you want to do, do it now. Because I used to be a writer. This is him saying this. Because I used to be a writer, and one day I woke up, and I had a family, a mortgage, yeah, medical. And that was the end of my writing, and, I've, and I haven't written 
or I haven't written, written anything written. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> I haven't written anything since, right? Mm-hmm. And I think with your guy in the documentary, he peaked too early. A lot of life is trying to figure it out, and that's the fun part. Yeah. That ends up being the happiness, the journey, right? Yeah, the so journey. you. You have a milestone. You have a milestone. You have a milestone. At 20 fucking seven, making half a million, and now you have everything. That's all the elites that you were talking about earlier. That's when you're just fucking bored now, and it's like, now what? Like, Like, what is my life now? I have half a million, I have everything, and I'm fucking 28, 27? I think my real question with all this is that do people really understand what it is to make it and what it is to have power and what it is to be famous and what it is like to I don't think people because people come here and they are in search of that because they think that's going to make them happy again why because fame fame makes you powerful well, makes that's you what rich, you're that's make, what your soul yeah makes though. you rich right makes you all this makes you some something that people want to be and people look up to but do you really want that? Because yeah, I but then I those same people at the end of the day are I, a bunch of fucking think, drug addicts. I don't, I don't, I don't think people about? understand the full, like what it comes with. Do you understand right, what right, it comes right. with? And and the unhappiness that it that it leads to because when you actually open up all these magazines and you start seeing interviews and people and you start seeing all these celebrities and stars and they're saying like they're all on drugs. They're all fucking sex addicts and they're all this and none of them are happy. They have everything. You think they have everything and they're just miserable. And they're miserable, right. And the thing is that people here are in search of that, but are you really in search of that? Are do you real are you really ready for all of that? Are you really ready to sacrifice who you really are and real happiness in order to gain all this pseudo celebrity stardom or, you know, or whatever. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to put, you know, light you, on are, on your minimalist subject, yeah. but I've been. I watched a show. This is kind of like on topic, off topic. I watched a show the other day called Tiny House. Yes. Tiny House. Okay. The Tiny House Movement. That means that. Okay. So for those who don't know what Tiny House Movement is, let's Crazy. explain to it. Um, it's how to live within five hundred square feet or less. So pretty much, this means that you have to utilize every single corner of your house. And make it functional. That means that your bed turns into a dining room set, turns into a toilet, turns into a desk, turns into okay, your coffee. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. First, okay, so now you know this. Now exactly. you guys know. Now everyone knows this. Okay. I live in a motherfucking tiny house. Okay. I live okay, in a tiny okay, house. Okay. I live in a tiny house, but it is like a little house. I, I, have, I have rooms and doors and shit. But my whole take on the minimalists and the tiny house shit is on some like weird social engineering, Illuminati, conspiracy shit. Look, I have always wanted a house, land, family, all this stuff. Now, I'm a little older and I thought I'd already have it, but I still want it. And that's what I was told is the American dream. So sorry if I tell anyone who tells me to live in a fucking box on a trailer, because I saw this show. These are fucking trailers, okay? Don't tell me it's a tiny house. It has wheels. You put it on your truck. It's a fucking trailer. And you wheel it around. You don't have to pay any property taxes. You don't have to pay anything on it. Call it what it is. Don't call it a tiny house if it has wheels. It's a trailer. Okay? It's a fucking trailer. <laughs> okay. And I don't wait. want one. And I don't want to live in a box. And I don't care if I have a loft in my thing. And yeah, I can climb. But let's, okay, okay. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. 
Anybody that lives in Los Angeles that is just like a regular person lives in a tiny we house. We all got a fucking tiny we house. We all literally, Come on now. if anybody lives in a place that's over 600 square feet, then you are rich. <laughs> See, this thing actually makes me mad. I'm like, there is no like, way that people can afford like the prices here. And that's the goddamn truth. But the people who are in these documentaries, watch the fucking show. Anyone who wants to watch Tiny House on uh, what's the HGTV network? HGTV or whatever HGTV. it's called. Yeah, or Discovery. Who cares? Shameless, Same thing. Shameless. Um, it's all rich people. Why do rich people want to live in a small house well, so bad? You want to live in a small house so bad? Go live in the, the house and give people. me your big house. It's the same people that go to Burning Man. Yeah. It's the same people. The same that, people who go to Burning Man. They're like, have, it's all about like not have, like shedding everything. Yeah, and you're like, have, how much like, does this cost you? Like a week to take off of work and just go and do drugs and then build these crazy. Yeah, I want to live like Mad Max. You're like yeah, that costs exactly. like four thousand dollars to live like Mad no, Max. No, it costs them like half a million dollars. And I'm like, it's the same people that have tiny houses have the that amount of money. To go to St. Bart's for New Year's and rub elbows in yachts and have the same amount of money to go to... Yeah, it's like my other house is the trailer. Yeah, but what's your first house? Yeah. Oh, you mean the big 20,000-foot mansion? Exactly. So I see <laughs> the whole... I personally see the minimalist, uh, the tiny house shit as just another excuse to turn us Americans and our mindset into some like Japanese you know, enter the void shit where we all live in, in little boxes. And if you want to get any pleasure, you turn on your fucking iPad and jack off. That is not what I want. I, Cause I could do that here in my tiny house. I don't need a smaller house. Exactly. That's actually, that's a very interesting way of putting it. I was, idiocracy I, is a good yeah, example. I was, I was just like thinking about like, I just, just living in the city and like trying to figure out like, nobody's pretty, nobody's happy here. Like every, everybody's so miserable. Nobody, nobody is like, like we we live in a society that I think there's moments of happiness. There there are moments like, of happiness. You know, it's a, it's like a, I feel like I'm happy because I'm true to myself and I try to keep it like that. But then I, I look around because my job I think it's to observe and to document things. Right. This is why I have this show. But um, I feel like so I think this is this is what it is. Like this we live in Los Angeles. It's like we give Los Angeles a really big nice purse and then they complain. Well, I don't have the matching wallet. And then they start well, saying, well, I need some mat Now I need the shoes to go with. I'm like, you can't be content. You just can't be happy with what you have. You can't just just and then, and then just really exude it and just really digest it and be happy and proud of whatever it is that you have. I think there's just too much. You're right. There is too much shit. Yeah. There's too much shit and people stood, and, should and then pe start getting rid of their shit. But I think if you want to start off with something, let's start getting rid of like our thoughts about just everything and not being, you know what I mean? like not ever, that's the first thing to get rid of whatever ever, the fuck you think but also never being satisfied that's the first thing we need to get rid of like when is enough enough like why are you never satisfied if you already literally have a place to live doesn't matter where you're staying you have a place to live and you have food yeah but it's not tiny enough and, i need my place to be a tiny and house it doesn't have to be like a gourmet meal but you have food every day and you drink water every day and you actually wake up and go to whatever job it is it doesn't matter what job but you can still hold down a job that needs to be enough that, that needs saying, to be right? enough for you to be to be happy and to exude happiness and and to just but i do think we're in a very specific part of the world we're in los angeles we're in hollywood there's pressure and there's perceived pressure there's yeah. made up pressure yes. that we put on ourselves because we are competing with this idea of making it in hollywood right so our kind of mentality 
isn't what is spreading across America, which is very obvious with our but election. But everybody wants but, to be like us. Everybody wants to move here. Everybody wants. But that's that's where I get that. Everybody wants to move to LA. Everybody wants to make it. Everybody wants which to. Which goes famous. back to my point about the and minimalist just, shit. These motherfuckers try to tell me that living small is good. Everyone wants to be like us, so we should be the first person to say, "Hey, yes, I want a tiny house." Just so whoever has a big two, three, four acres is gonna be like, "Man, this is too much, man." All this land and freedom. <laughs> I need to live in a tiny house with a trailer, and I can do whatever I want. No, that's. I want a farm. I want the kids. I want a goat. Oh, okay. I want a goat. Okay, you can get a goat and a big house. Okay, cool. That'll make you happy. Is that going to be enough for you, though? Probably not. Okay. Probably not so because I not, don't. You're I, not all about the minimalist movement. I think the happiness answer is the reason. Like, that's life. Like. That is the reason that we continue to work hard, that we continue to to acquire more to read things and, and educate. No, I think that we do that because there's a little bit of hoarding going on. There's a little bit of being led in the wrong direction yes, kind of absolutely. going on. But I also think that we're all searching. Right. Mm -hmm. And at some point, hopefully we all realize it, this isn't enough. Like you're like your boy, the 27 year old, you know, he's having an awakening. There's a, there's a yeah. lot of that shit going on right now. You know, not to get too deep. There's a lot of people saying I need something else. So it may not be a tiny house. But it may be a better job. It may be some new friends. It may be, you know what I mean? Yeah. A book. I mean, I, it's funny that Jesus, you say every, I don't know, you know? everybody's searching. I, I think it also falls into a lot of identity crisis. Everybody is just like searching for something. There's a lot of shit going on in the world. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of stuff that isn't funny. Like, you know how we, you know how we say it on this show. We talk shit on everything. Everything's stupid. Yeah. Everyone's stupid. But there's a lot of stuff that's going on. Housing prices going up. Um, you know, wages going down, health insurance, all kinds of crazy shit going on. And people are just kind of like inundated. So you have to reach for something. But I think unplugging a little bit and maybe doing what you said, Purging a looking little bit. around, looking think, around and saying like, holy shit, I have a desk. Yeah. Okay. So I, <laughs> like I, have, I remember not I having have, a desk. I have found the common denominator of this show today, which it's purging. We talked about purging the first segment and now we're talking about purging in our own lives, personal lives. And maybe we should reflect on everything that's happened this year and maybe get rid of some things and it doesn't have to be material things but it could be things that we have inside like emotional things that's get rid what, of them that's what i'm saying Let, let's let's like taking stock of actually like our own mindset um i just did this and interview get rid of with this things dude. that are negative or get rid of friends that don't work anymore or relationships that don't work anymore i want to share this with that you don't make you happy i want to share this so, with you and i want to share like this that. with with our with our viewers and our listeners. I just did this interview with this dude and it was about happiness. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're working on the show about happiness. So he said that happy people think happy thoughts. Okay. I know this sounds crazy. This sounds crazy. Oh, so okay? crazy. Like weird. Stop. <laughs> Illuminati. Happy people <laughs> think happy thoughts, right? Yeah. Negative people think negative thoughts. If you want to be happier and you're a negative person or you're in a negative space, Think happy thoughts. It might not work out the first day. It might not work out the second day, right? But as you start to train yourself, you are you're taking stock of your yeah. mind. And that's the only thing. If you want freedom, it's not in a tiny house and it's not in, a, in the it's, big it's land. It's in it's your fucking yeah, mind. It's controlling, it's controlling your mind, your emotions. So and if you're and not your free yeah. up here, you'll never be free. If yeah. you aren't happy up here, you'll never be happy. Exactly. If you're ugly in your head, you're always going to be ugly. Absolutely. And I think that is what is the overall thing that I see with all this stuff that we're being fed. Yeah. 
from tiny house to whatever the fuck is on the news to whatever fucking country they want us to care about. Like, fuck all that. I'm trying to be free in my mind so that I can eventually share that with other people and not be a fucking weirdo. I like that. I, and I, it's not always working. Okay? It's, it's hard to do. It's, it's hard to always be happy mentally but you can get there and you can and you can train yourself to get there and you can I mean, and you can definitely so. train yourself to get rid of those ugly thoughts that that burden us and it's so much easier to think the worst than than the best of things and, and it almost that, feels good i love talking shit well, it makes I mean, me feel really good all sometimes. The time, and it but, makes me feel really good but afterwards it's like this does that hangover. make you better it's a hangover yeah. because it's like a drug it's like fucking heroin not that i've never tried it okay <laughs> but it's uh, it's all and you're you know, your heart's beating, you feel alive. Yeah. Maybe I should jog. Maybe I'll get that same kind of heart beating if I'm not just angry because the anger, it's it's getting you riled up. That's You feel like you're alive Yeah, now, it's an right? adrenaline rush. You're, you're getting that. It's an that adrenaline energy. rush. Yeah. And then when that goes away, you're like... Why the hell did I do that? What the fuck? Like, that wasn't unnecessary. So, right. in 2017, I want to be happy. I want to be happy too, definitely. I want to be free and in I, my own mind. And I definitely do want to live a little bit of a minimalist lifestyle as in acquiring less things not not needing so many things around me and so much clothing and 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 spending that time or maybe the resources on something to better myself or just watch hoarders i'm telling you just watch- <laughs> make myself okay. feel better <laughs> okay i really want to end it on this note right okay i watch hoarders over the holidays oh right? god and me and my girl watching hoarders and i'm just like look at these people you know in your mind you're like you're disgusting right? <laughs> right so then i come here and i'm cleaning my office as you can see behind here it's kind of clean and my neighbor goes what are you gonna do with that and i was like oh no no i need this i was holding like a receipt from like five years ago i know you know what i mean and yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. i had this awakening and i'm like oh we're getting all this shit out yeah yeah, yeah. that's we'll leave it on that note so Let's thank you to facebook live i appreciate you guys being here for this it goes like this Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my lifetime. No help from my friends. So, oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a color TV? Dialing four dollars is trying to find me. I wait for delivery each day until three. So, oh Lord, won't you buy me a color TV? Oh Lord, won't you buy me a night on the town? I'm counting on you, Lord. Please don't let me down. Prove that you love me. And buy the next round. Oh Lord, won't you buy me a night on the town? Everybody, oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amends. Worked hard all my lifetime. No help from my friends. So, oh Lord, won't you buy me? A Mercedes Benz. So, Eric, we are. That's it. <laughs> on our last segment, of our last episode of 2016. We got here. We made it. Finally. Nigga, we made it. 
Can I say that? Yeah, on Puerto the air? Rican. I'm black. I am Puerto Rican. Black. I am half black. Okay, that's cool. We can say that. So I'm black and Mexican. That's true. And I call white people nigga all the time. Okay, but you're okay. allowed. Awesome. So let's get. So this last segment, we just made it up five minutes before we started recording it, and we're gonna talk about the winners and the losers of 2016. But according to Eric, everyone's a loser in 2016. So we can just call this the haters ball. Okay, our last segment. Where we're just going to hate, 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 hate. Our last segment, so you don't know, but you know, (laughs) and they know, our last segment was like about positivity and thinking differently and all that. Minimalist movements, and and, now we regress back really quickly. Social engineering and all this kind of weird shit, right? But yes, this is a comedy show. It is. So let's be on. It's, it's an honesty show as well. It's honesty and it's so, full of observations. So let's let's keep it real. Let's I, call a spade a spade. I love that. Right. OK, here we you go. You should put that in my tombstone. I'm going to get that tattooed on my forehead. OK, <laughs> let's talk about the losers of 2016. Let's first talk about the winners. The, okay, because there's, there's only there's, like two. There's very okay. few winners. Um, you can start this off. Okay, let's talk about the winners of 2016. And, and we're both like pointing at each other right now. We're like, let's make our points. Exactly. Okay, so I think Betty White was definitely a winner, but everybody's talking about it. But she has almost beat because she's about, she has still about like maybe not 12 hours to go, but maybe about like seven hours to go before 2016 is over. So is she a winner because she's still alive? Because she's still alive, which is very sad to say, but kind of funny in is so many Is there like ways. a Twitter movement like there's save? Not, there's not even a Twitter movement. There is a GoFundMe page. I don't know why people need to fund, give money for her to be alive, but I guess it works because it has like $4,000 in it already. So how old is she and how long has she been like on the... She's, she's been I, working for like, what, 100, 150 she, years now? I it mean, says like she's 82, but I honestly believe that she's like 92. She must like seriously... She's like one of those people who lies about their age because yeah. Hollywood is like... I bet she's like ageist. 200 years older. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But she yeah. like bays in like virgin... You know what I mean? Like baby blood or something. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like she's, that's, she's that's her sucking, style. Her and J-Lo are sucking. Her, J-Lo, Madonna. Madonna. Uh, probably Drake. Cher. Cher. Cher is definitely sucking on those uh, on the, like, Cher's, fetuses. Cher's face is made out of a baby's ass. <laughs> Seriously, it's fucking gross. Okay. Okay, so. Um, another another so winner. White. And this one has to, actually pertains to the state of California. And that is Kamala Harris. And she is our senator. And she's the first African-American senator in California. And she's a woman. And she's a Democrat. And kudos, <laughs> and okay. kudos to her. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree I, with that. Yeah, I'm all about that's, the, I think that's something very positive and a positive note. I'm all about, I'm all about the ladies. for us, okay. us ethnics out there. Ethnics? I think it's definitely, and, and isn't she kind of young? She's kind of attractive? She's very attractive. Good, because if she wasn't attractive, I would say that she she's a loser. She is very attractive. She was caught by... Obama was saying like she's hot and Uh-oh. somebody caught it like one of those blooper oh, like a live mic like a live mic and, a live mic type and then Obama actually had to apologize for that yeah I'm because sure... Obama didn't want his husband getting all mad all right so let's go back into our <laughs> wait are you lo- ca- are you calling Michelle a he and a husband I'm calling a spade a spade that's all right, terrible. so let's Wait, go back into what we're talking okay, about. Okay, another winner, another winner, another winner. Drake. Drake has been winning. Drake stays winning. But I don't he's know. been winning for a couple years now because he's been banging them in, banging them out, and now he's with J Lo. Go ahead, and I love me, my fellow Puerto Ricans. Go, good for you. Drake. I want to bathe in the baby blood he's bathing in because that dude stays winning. Exactly, and 
last but not least, the real winners of 2016 are the thoughts, the hoes, thoughts, strippers, yes. and all in between. And this is why I say this. So kudos to you girls for flexing on the gram and flexing on everything else and wearing those yoga pants and tag your sponsors and everything in between. Why? Because this used to be an industry and business that was so low key, nobody knew about, but you have make it and made it a very mainstream thing. It's, and now yes. you're getting real sponsors and now you're making real money. But whereas before it was something like so taboo, but now you got your black chinas and you got your amber roses and you got the yes. thoughts hawking yes. their products, getting paid by, by big industries and corporations. And they are really truly winning. So kudos to you. Hoes and thoughts had a great year. And I know we talk shit about them all the time, but I secretly love you all. I make fun of you. Yeah, you're just jealous. But I'm sort of borderline jealous. But this, okay, okay, but this is the thing. They are winners because they are getting a lot of love, right? So what's happening is if you're like a low-key thought hoe, right, who who didn't have any, like, any clientele, you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. were just like, like you were almost born like to be promiscuous one. and kind of just like a hoe, right? <laughs> but now you have examples of how to make money, right? So now it's just like a picture, the right angle. Now you got dudes hitting your DM and stuff. So it's really helped the service and and they are a service. So we now, appreciate them in, in, in a weird it. way. We appreciate them for who they are because not like... Not only that, but now there are paying taxes because they, they are claiming their stuff. They're out there. They have to because they're out there in the gram. They're hawking their products. The IRS are watching you girls. So you are implementing money into, into society and into I want to interview LA. I want to interview a thought. The mega thought? Next year. I want to interview a thought because I have a question. I have many questions. I'll... I want More to know. like a guy. I, I I want her to guide. I want her to give me like a rule book. So why aren't we <laughs> seeing more thoughts turn into porn stars? I'm wondering. Okay. Because is there a level of like class and like tax There's no and money like in ethics? porn anymore though. That's the thing. There's no money. So you could get paid more in Dubai than on like something with but some not dude only like that, you can get face. paid more being on Instagram and hawking a yeah, product. Yeah, just from some random too, yeah, right? Yeah, then there's no money in porn anymore because everything's free on the web. Mm. So that's why that industry is actually borderline dead. That should be a good uh, episode, actually. So I'm behind the times even yeah, thinking that definitely. porn matters. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk okay. about um, let's talk about winner losers. And I have one in particular, which is Trump. Trump is uh, literally a winner, but then metaphorically a big fucking loser. We all know how I feel about Trump. Um, one, because I'm from this country. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but um, he's definitely a winner-loser, right? Yeah. I think he's a winner. You think he's a loser, right? So 51% of people think he's a winner. And 49% of people want to, like, hang and lynch this person. So, like, he's definitely a winner-loser. He needs to watch his back. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. Well, I mean, we're calling it a spade a spade. We're calling it a spade a spade. He's okay, a winner Okay, so he's loser. a winner-loser. I got one for you. Okay, tell me. Because we talk about Kylie Jenner, right? That's the only Kardashian because she's not really a Kardashian. So you fucked about. up right there because he said the K word. Okay. Yeah. We've we've agreed not to say anything. So she's a Jenner. So we could talk about her. Yeah. That's and that's so the only one we talk about. I we specifically like her. in in a, in a mean way and trust me, it's just a joke. But her new face, right? A new body. A new body and everything. She is a winner in that regard, right? Because we all know what she looked like before. Okay. But she's a loser in the same sense. That if you watch any of her snaps or any kind of candid stuff, if she's not 
like actually posing and doing the lips closed and all this, smiling, laughing, da da da. All the ugliness like comes right back out, and she looks all <laughs> fucked. You're like, you look like a fucking alien. Like her lips are, she's like, like you're like, yo, yo, whoa, 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 whoa. Just, well, just turn pose. around, yeah. pose with the ass, and stay winning. No smiling, no looking, no, no talking. talking, no talk, no, no talking. talking, no reading. If no you can't, reading. no, n- none I mean, of that. There's Come no on reading. Now. There's, there's no, reading. no reading. Yeah, none of that. Stick with Tiger. Ass shots, face shots, tits out. Lips closed. Okay. Yeah. Winner, loser. Perfect. Winner, loser. Love you, Kylie. Come be okay. in our show. Let's talk about loser, loser. Loser, losers. Okay. Let's talk about Lena Dunham. That's my, like, loser, loser for the past, like, three years. She, I, I don't know what to think about this if, girl. If you guys she's know like, who Lena, Lena she's Dunham actually is. The, she's the writer for this uh, horrible, horrible TV show called Girls on HBO. I and like let me, season one and two. I'm and saying. let me tell you something. If she can have a TV show and be a writer... I why am I here? You know, I, I I could be doing the same thing. I actually wrote down reasons why I think she's a loser. And then go ahead. Okay, one. I mean, just in 2016, um, exposing herself in more ways than one. Um, and no one it ain't no one trying to see your body. Period. I don't yeah. give a fuck. And, and what has, anybody says about shaming and no, no, there's no like, there's no shaming. But then she always has those granny panties like with the skid marks. No, on them. look, look, look. No one <laughs> wants to see your fucking gross. granny panties or your body. And it's not even against any kind of body type or nothing. It's you in particular. Ain't no one trying to see that. Stop. Okay. Yeah. She kind of admitted to molesting her sibling. Fucking weird. She is she just was- overall gross. And she's just like a government shill. If you notice, like her Instagram and stuff, all she's doing is like she's like pro democratic, pro Hillary, pro everything. I think everything. she's just a very uneducated person. That she's like pro abortion. Like you're gonna get pregnant. You know what I mean? Like weird. <laughs> the thing you know is I mean? that I think she's she's a very uneducated, privileged white she's person. A, and I'll say kid. that. And I'll yes, say 100%. that again. Which is look, there's nothing wrong. Like there's all my no, friends are rich kids. It, I that's don't not the point. care about that. But she. Is advocating things that she does knows nothing about. And she was put in a position. She was put there. I'm not sure how much of that was earned because I know a lot of hardworking writers, directors, blah, 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 who never get an opportunity to do that. And she just shits on that opportunity by exactly. opening her by fucking saying, mouth all the time. By saying all these stupid shits, by putting herself and her two cents where she, in things that she knows nothing about and thinking that all women think the same and all women come from the same place that she comes from and have the same mentality when she doesn't understand the place that you come from is very privileged. She's like from upstate New York. Who cares exactly. about that? Okay. Every well, let me finish this. Well, most women, when you talk about abortions, you don't talk. Let's talk about their circumstances. So before you start speaking as I am woman God and I'm speaking for every exactly. single woman out there, you need to shut the fuck up, Lena. I like that. Okay. Okay. Move now, on. Um, loser, loser. Loser, loser. Go. Oh, I need to say this. Go. Ronda Rousey, man. Oh, just last night. Just right? last, last night. night. This is like breaking news. And I am so happy. <laughs> breaking news. In, in case anyone hasn't seen all the other breaking news exactly. today about the same thing. Um, I'm so happy that this woman lost again. And it's I'm all for women. And I'm, I'm a really bit feminist. And I always say it. And I'm all about woman power and empowering That's why you voted for women. Hillary. Um, that's why I didn't vote for anybody. Oh, Ooh, hey, that's a out. real feminist. So, You're like, um, fuck these bitches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Rhonda has a problem of not having sports mentality. And she wants to call herself an athlete. Hmm. And, and she doesn't have the humbleness to go with it. And she honestly doesn't have the fight to go with it. She, right. I, I, she I think did, that how she, I mean, 
I'm not an MMA person. I'm like a boxing person. I know boxing. I can talk about boxing. Yeah. But MMA stuff, I know there's all this technical stuff, so I'm sure I'm going to get ripped by all these, you know, these MMA friends. But I think that what she doesn't have is a champion's mind. No, she doesn't. Right? She's there's a, a thing called loser. mental toughness. I, there's, a, there's a book way back in the day a coach like gave that. me. What and, does that mean? And it was about mental toughness. You could have all the athletic ability in the world. You could have no athletic ability in the world. But you have mental toughness. That is what separates you from somebody else, right? Regardless of your athletic ability. If you go in the NFL, you see these guys. They're all about the same level. They're all the greatest, right? They're mm -hmm. like the one percenters, right? So what separates a quarterback from another quarterback? Tom Brady, he didn't even start in fucking Michigan. He barely got, you know, he moved up in Michigan. He started as a backup. Drew Bledsoe goes out. He gets in. He takes advantage of the opportunity. And now 15 years later, he has mental toughness. Exactly. He's strong up here. When she lost the first time, she, wanted she to kill herself. took that L so bad. She did. That ain't no champion. That ain't Michael Jordan. That ain't Will Chamberlain. That ain't fucking Arthur Ashe. Even that Tyson. Even Tyson, Tyson lost. went down, came back. Exactly. But, I mean, but that was, but the loss last night was similar to like a Mike Tyson she just that it's over it's over for her and it's and, over and, and she went out like and she went out like a chump like she went out like a chump twice now exactly and then the thing is that she couldn't take that loss the first time around the way a winner takes lo exactly. losses with humility with, a step back and then step and back, then like 10 steps forward yeah staying quiet working Double making yourself, like you say, mentally prepared for the game, mentally tougher. She was physically. shattered by the whole exactly. thing. Exactly. But she can't she can't handle it. So I think Rhonda Rusi, maybe you should go into public speaking. No, or she's something like, she's or like teach or like a teacher, maybe jujitsu teacher or something. No, because and, she's and not just... even that good. She got knocked <laughs> out. I ain't taking no boxing lessons from Rhonda Rousey, okay? <laughs> so Ronda Rousey or Rousey, whatever, whatever it's called. It doesn't matter because it doesn't exist no more. Exactly. You're a loser, loser of 2016. Sorry. Bye, girl. Sorry, but she has a lot of money. That's what everyone said about the deal. It's over. Um, okay, so I have, a, I have a big loser. Okay. The loserest of all losers. <laughs> Hillary motherfucking Clinton. Okay. Okay. And it's Explain so deep. Yourself. It's so Explain deep. Okay, there's yourself. so many reasons, right? <laughs> okay, first of all, her whole approach... This year was whack. Like, I can't even tell you. The only thing that they did on that side to make anyone do anything is was fear-based. Mm -hmm. They ran a whole campaign on why one man is he's a bigot. He's this. I mean, what's all the words that they all do? They all do like he's a bigot. He's a racist. He's a this, that, and a the other, right? A xenophobe. Like, like what yeah, the fuck? Yeah. I, I ain't got a xylophone. So <laughs> they're throwing all this shit at us, right? First of all, a majority of Americans do not live on the West Coast or the East Coast. They live in the middle of the country. They were never approached in any way from the Democratic Party to merge the two, right? It was just us versus them mentality. Now, that is a fear-based mentality. So you are saying that this guy's doing it, but you're doing it right in front of everyone. What that is showing is um, a lack of like wherewithal. I felt like she had no clue what anyone thinks it was like her way or the highway and it fucked her do you think she was she was just banking on celebrity and political backup yes, and she yes, forgot about the real yes, people that vote yes that's what you're saying in so many words yes she and was those so days, jaded and those by days celebrity are status and it's not everything. jaded it's not jaded i think the old way of doing things obviously is dying it's unoriginal you can't do the same shit I mean, you can't do hope. Obama tried that. Everyone knows it didn't necessarily work. Yeah. All the celebrities love him. Boom. 
But people are over the celebrities. People don't, they're not going to buy what you're selling. They could buy whatever they can on Amazon. It, the world is changing because of the internet, because of all this new wave thinking, yoga, fucking meditation. There's like an awakening happening and people just aren't buying the same shit. So instead of changing it up, mm-hmm. they stuck with the old stuff and lost horribly and lost horribly. And with, <laughs> and to, and with and Hillary, to, though, can we throw the media in there with her? Please? And to a man like Donald Trump, which she shouldn't have that's, lost. That's look, look, look. Honestly, she shouldn't. Smart people like you were saying from jump, she was going to, he can't win, right? Yeah. Smart people like me, I, I want to say I'm smart, were saying he's going to win. Yeah. Because I noticed that every single station on the news was going against one person. That causes a division that splits the country right down the fucking middle. Yeah. So if one side has a little more and the Midwest has everyone. Exactly, pretty much. The, the media, Clinton and the Democrats played themselves so bad you all deserve an L. I hope you come back stronger because socially we need the democrats to be a strong mm-hmm. like a strong entity I, I hope in this, this is country an awakening for everybody and for the I whole voting system I think it's an awakening yeah. for them even to like and for the political some system. of them just got to go like yeah. if there's a picture of a president from 20 years ago who's dead now and you're in the picture you should have left with them I I'm tired of seeing all the same people Bill Clinton looks like his face is falling off. Like, I'm tired of all of these I people. can't believe George Bush is still alive. That's another one. That I'm like, oh, my God. So I think the huge L to them, huge L to Michelle Obama, just for looking like a man all the time. And, and just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just done with all these you people. You cannot do that. Oh, my God. Kanye, okay. you took an L. Who else? Kim, she took an L just for looking like, a, she's looking fucking crazy. <laughs> Everyone in Hollywood took an L last year. That's all you, I'm saying. Oh, winners of 2016. Natalia us, and us. Eric. Yeah, we, that, won, we, we won. We won 2016. We won. That's absolutely. We are the biggest winners my of dog, 2016. My dog, Luna won. Uh, Yo, Hillary lost and my dog won. Think about that. <laughs> think about that. All right, guys. And thank you for joining us. And thank you for your support. And it's New Year's. It's raining. Be safe out there. Uber. Actually, don't Uber take taxis. They're a lot cheaper tonight. Yes, yes. And, you can make a deal uh, with them, too. Bro, bro. Yeah. $20, like, bro. And they will take you to all the way to Tijuana to keep drinking. Bro. Um, <laughs> and like I always say, make fun of yourself and everybody. It's not that serious. We're here to have a good time. We're here to document everything. And if you want to join us, again, look for us on Instagram at my so-called LA Life or join us in our podcast on iTunes and Google Play, my so-called LA Life podcast. And thank you, everybody. And we will be back in 2017. Even harder, stronger, I, like, I love that. Winners. I love that statement. Like, it's not tomorrow. So, so we're gonna... <laughs> I hope I'm back tomorrow. <laughs> Shit. We'll be back strong. So in 2017, we do have a lot planned. Uh, we love doing this show. We really um, do. And we wish we could do it more, but we are working towards doing it more. We'd like to thank everyone who's listening, everyone who watches. Um, and I hope everyone's safe tonight, safe in the new year. Let's do awesome shit. Let's stop thinking about any anxiety, negativity, yeah. any doubt. And acquiring things. Let's acquiring live in a minimalist things. mental state, which I really like that. Minimalist mental exactly. state. And let's go in stronger. And ha- guys, let's hustle. The only hustle, way please. to get places in this life is by not stopping and hustling and being happy and being in a content place. Stay and, off the internet. And you don't, st- have, you don't stop, need the internet all the time. That's all and I'm saying. stop comparing and judging yourself with the other people because you don't know their struggle and you don't know their hustle and you don't know their lives. And a Facebook S- post does not mean that much. Exactly. Just so fucking knows. Please, 2017, I hope at the end of this year, sorry to cut you off, I hope we're saying rest in peace to Facebook.
That's just me personally. Maybe as we Facebook live. This is Instagram. Oh, this is Instagram live. All right, guys. We'll leave you right there. Thank you, everybody. Be safe. Be happy. Be great. I love you. Bye. Peace.